titty sprinkles. Welcome back to episode 91 of the Two Belts Podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you last week for tuning in. If you did tune in, which was an awesome clip show, because I really just didn't feel like coming all the way up it's here. It's so fucked up. It's I, so, so fucked, because there's so many days where I don't feel like doing it, but I do it. <laughs> I know, but it's just like, it was a travel, and it was just like everything afterwards, and then it was like everything that happened before it. Like, I, it, it was a long day. I just was like... So I I apologize in advance to you, Carlos, and to everybody else. I apologize because I kn- I know there's like and trust me, there's days where I don't want to do it because it's just like it's it's not that we don't enjoy doing it. It's it, also like you have to do like he has to do it like pretty much when he gets right off of work and he's been up since like what you wake up at like six seven to get here. I wake work. up like six and stuff. And then I wake up groggy as shit. I've got a whole bunch of shit to do on Friday mornings because. It's sometimes the only morning I have free. Yo, adulting is fucking hard, man. No, it's just fucking annoying and tedious. It's fucking, it's fucking, get this shit out of the way. But once again, I apologize. Yo, the episode last week was still pretty lit. Shout out to... <laughs> shout out to the copy and paste. Shout out to the copy and paste. Shout out to the... Shout out to the shout intro out to with Ad- me, Jimmy, Nas, and uh, yourself, which Sh- is still pretty good. Shout out to... um Actually, shout out to Nas for having us at his yeah, event. The Three Easy event. The Three Easy event. He performed... Performed all his hits, even the ones he forgot, and then. But you know what's the great thing is that I don't think they let him know that was gonna be on the set list. No, so it wasn't on the set list. So Nas, if you have not listened, Nasdaq on Nasdaq NYC on Twitter and SoundCloud, he has a um, he has a he has new music out. He's Mm -hmm. performing his new music, but he also the fans were there were like, "Yo, we need to perform your old stuff." So he has a song called Green Ranger. So Produced like, by Yo. Silky Black of Bear Camp Sounds, by the way. I, so I, I smiled and laughed when I looked at him mm-hmm. and when the song played, and he was like, ha, ha, ha. So they were like, yo, my dog, like, perform Green Ranger. We want Green Ranger. And they were like, oh, I guess I got a cue of Green Ranger. DJ didn't have Green Ranger for a while. I think maybe Silky had it. I'm not sure what happened. He more, he more than likely had it because but, he has the, um, the original file. Right. So they performed Green Ranger, and at some point during this thing, and, you know, I'm, it happens to all rappers. So I'm not like getting on Nas or something, but he forgot the words. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful thing was everybody else knew the everyone words. Everyone else remembered the words. Yeah, so, song dance knew the words so perfectly. They were singing it. They were rapping it when he just like couldn't rap, and I thought that was the most like beautiful thing ever. That's like when friends support friends, and like when fans, when you're generally a fan of your friends' work, and you're able to just like you know. Pick them up, support them when they need you. So I thought that, that was shit touched shit. me in the black that hole. Shit, that is my heart. Yes, that shit touched me too, bro. Come on. Um, Show me on the doll where it touched you. Let's see. <laughs> um, let's see what happened. So over the, I guess we got a little bit of two weeks to recapture. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a whole bunch of music, so I guess we'll just. Oh yeah, Yannick is just wanted to bombard December. Yeah, but you know what? I like it. Fuck the summer. I like it. Um, so first bit of news. Did you know that Fidel Castro is oh, no longer with us? Nah, that nigga hated capitalism so much he died on Black Friday. That's what I heard. I was like, yo, that's so crazy. Look at that guy. So I only know Fidel Castro from textbooks. Um, so if, <laughs> for Cold those of War. you that don't know, I am half Cuban. My yes. father arrived here in the 70s via Spain dun, dun, dun. because his father was part of Batista's army, which was the... Uh, Dave Batista? No, no, no. Eugenico Batista. He was the uh, the dictator of Cuba for a little well for a little while before Castro overthrew him. The animal? 
No. <laughs> he doesn't power bomb in niggas. But he was literally one sure. of the worst dictators in Cuba's history, and he's overlooked oftentimes by by uh, people that came, you know, the wave of immigrants that feel like they were they, they were pretty much exiled by Castro. Sure. Got a history lesson over here. The first wave of Cuban immigrants to about Florida were the rich. So the people that weren't going to make money in a new cap, a new communist government. Then the second people were all the people from the prisons and asylums that Batista had put in there. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the Bacardi actually is a Cuban rum. Oh. They went to Puerto Rico because it was U.S. owned and they could keep all their money. Shout out to Cardi B. That's not actually her name. Her name isn't Bacardi. It's like blah, 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 blah. I don't care. <laughs> Shout to Cardi B for her her meme actions and being the most beloved hood rat in the fucking United States. Right up there with Fabulous. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. No, nah, I'm, kid- I'm kidding. He's polarizing. <laughs> but go ahead. But anyway, so things that are often overlooked. Uh, Castro mostly killed his enemies. You want to know why? Why? Because they would have killed him. That's true. You, you overthrow a commu- you overthrow a, a fascist dictator completely. They're going to try to kill you. Do you think he was part? And maybe we're going like extra, like you know, deep into this oh history imp- channel. We, we never talk about imperialism. We never talk about how if Cuba was never communist, the, America would have taken it completely for granted. Seeing as it's no, it's so it's so close to Florida. People never look at it like that. People never look at it like, okay, they would have fucked us in the ass like they did Puerto Rico. Right. People never look at it like that. Well, Puerto so, Rico is a... Sorry, I'll, I'll leave my thoughts on Puerto Rico for another podcast. No, they fucked those niggas in the ass, man. Yeah, yeah. They, they ruined their education system. They ruined their economy. You think so, they should have became a state? It's not even about becoming a state. It's just like... Did how you, you think... Yes, no. How do you... Like, your cultural identity gets all fucked up. Like, the schools were made to teach in English. Right. In a country where the language was Spanish. Now Puerto Rican kids don't know Spanish, which is... Those are second-generation ones in America. Right, so this is what I wanted to say. Um, Um, Hold on. So do you think, and I'm just letting you know, mm -hmm. because you were talking about uh, Fidel Castro's enemies and him killing them before they killed him. Mm -hmm. Do you think that he was part of the murder plot to kill John F. Kennedy? Hmm? Nah. You don't think so? I don't think he cared that much. Because they were out to get him. Like, of all those presidents were... in those eras, they were like, yo, you gotta kill him. You gotta kill him. Of course they were out to get and him. And they'll be they... lit until you kill him. They were all out to get him, and it didn't work. Sure Eventually, didn't work. you... Man. Did he have doubles, too? Doubles? Yeah, like uh, Saddam they say, Hussein? They say, it, they say he did. Just random doubles and mm-hmm. shit? Like, mm-hmm. And roti skins and all that. Yeah, all that. Um... But um, they never talk about that. They never talk about how education is in Cuba. Both my... Like, my parent, Like, my dad does not have a high school diploma. Sure. My aunt has a high school diploma, but all their siblings in Cuba graduated college. Oh, look at that. Listen. So the education system, the, the, like the, the support system for people in the arts, beautiful over there. So these people, even with like, you can turn that one off. Okay. But um, even with all the little things that they had, even like uh, people learning to play classical music on like decaying termite-ridden pianos, mm-hmm. like those people made it work. And they play beautiful sonatas and shit. So it's like, um, I don't know. Yes. Maybe, maybe he did some great things for his country, maybe too. he did some great things. Listen, he lived until, what, 90 years old? He made a lot of, yeah. He made a lot of people realize how fucked up the U.S. is. And another thing is, people don't tally all the bad things this country has done in weight of what he's done for his country. That's true. Then he, We're right. bombing, like, six countries right now. 
I mean, we're killing children. I understand. Okay, so I don't, I don't want people to go, oh man, he's so, so wicked and evil and shit like he that. He wasn't kind of evil though. Like he didn't have some evil thoughts sometimes. Probably. Like he didn't kill people. Of course he did. I told you. I know he killed. All right. So then he like, but remember that time where he was like, yo, the missile crisis. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Hell yeah, that nigga. was crazy. That was wild. Nigga, you one nation taking on like a much larger nation. Sure. If you go and reach over to another country and say, "Yo, I need help for this clapback," is that crazy either? I mean, it's reasonable. Russia. If nigga, if you too small to hold the gun and the other nigga's big enough to hold that fucking cannon, you let that nigga hold the cannon. Shout That's to, how war works. Shout out to Cuban Missile Crisis. Nato. That's also Car- the name of my porno. For- <laughs> my name of my porno. The Cuban Missile Crisis. I was just about to say some shit like that. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh um, man. But yeah, it's a, you know. I, m- my knowledge is only textbook. I only know the Cuban Missile Crisis. I know Sorry, about, Malcolm X said that's his nigga, so. Um, I know about, you that's, know. That's, 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 I'm a leaving Young Gonzalez. Niggas wild wash now. Fuck that nigga. He lives uh, in Florida. He probably a Republican too. Probably. All those Cubans in Florida are all rich Republicans that think they're white. Sure is. Um, my father's cousin was wildin', my nigga. Did I tell you about that? No, no, no. Okay. We don't got games. All right. We don't got games. Yeah. Just, just, just to let y'all know, fuck the police. Okay. Uh, you know, I got to talk about them later in this podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, you already know. Let's see. But, you know, Fidel Castro, Black Friday. Take all history with a grain of salt, my nigga. Sure. Because every, like, let's be real. America's pretty fucked up. Let's be real. All right, so, you know what? Let's get into the Tim's report for Tim, which is... Boop, 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 boop. I really mean it. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Um, there are these ads in the train for mm-hmm. NYPD recruitment, and they're the, probably the most, like, jarring ads I've ever seen because they represent nothing about the NYPD because mm-hmm. they're just, like, these kids that wear, like, brightly colored shirts. I'm sure you're going to see them on the train wherever you go today or maybe mm-hmm. you go somewhere tomorrow or wherever. Because they're, like, all over the train. I've seen it at least three times today. And I don't know how I end up on the... Well, I, yeah, I took three trains today. Um, nonetheless, so there are these ads, and I just find it, like, literally the most jarring shit ever because they represent nothing about the NYPD. Like, they don't even say, like, protect and serve. Like, they have these kids wearing T-shirts, and, like, the T-shirts say, like... What does the t-shirt say? They say fucking honesty is my thing and ready to show courage on their shirts. And, I don't know, man. And I'm just I like, know. What, like, what is courageous about certain things that they do? I don't know. It doesn't like, say protect and serve or like anything of their duties or, you know, I CPR think, or Yeah, I think something they're trying to do that thing where they, like, you know how the Navy and the Army have like flashy ones that show you things that you're going to be doing? Sure. They should do that. They should do things like... What? Yeah, like, like commercials and shit like stop and frisk. Engineer. <laughs> menial stop and Like, the Navy got, like, some... nutsack for a dime bag. <laughs> the Navy got, like, fucking, like, submarines and shit like that. It's like, you can do en- computer engineering on a submarine. And, like, cops are just like, yo, you sit at nigga, the desk. Nigga, and... nigga sit at the desk dispatching. <laughs> uh, we've got a domestic dispute at 1009 Broadway. Uh, uh, this permit is needs to be approved for... Or something like that. Have you ever been, like, I've been to the, I don't know, I've been to precincts a couple times in my life, and it's just like... First of all, those things are depressing. They look like, uh, they look like abandoned preschools. Yeah. Like abandoned, abandoned Bronx preschools. Because everything is like, at least 25 years old, including the computers, and they're like, oh, you gotta write in your report, and like, I remember once they, I had to do, um, I had to apply for a permit, 
and she literally pulled out a typewriter and was like, hold on, let me just... And I was like, yo, this is really... I ever told the story on here about how I lost my... How I got my phone stolen at Jimbo's? No, please. So Jimbo's is like this, like, shitty, like, please, hamburger... This is the Thames Report, please. No. Of course. This is a <laughs> shitty hamburger place that you could go to to get, like, $5 hamburger, or, like, cheeseburger and fries. Sure. So me and my boy Flash are there, and my phone go missing while, while, I, while we finished eating or whatever, and I keep searching my phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I keep searching for my phone, and I find that it's just completely gone. I thought I threw it in my bag or something from the table. Right. Mind you, I had, like, an S2 by the time the S4 came out, and my phone screen was cridacked. Listen, this is what it is. Like, I'm talking whip it through the glass, nigga. <laughs> talking about crack. Like, 50 talking... Cent's Get Rich or Die, <laughs> Rich or Die Tried album cover crack. Yeah, my nigga, like... <laughs> I'm talking, like... Stone Cold Steve Austin entrance crack. That's hilarious. So, niggas took my phone, I found out, and they wouldn't let me look at the closed circuit cameras. took your phone? The niggas at Jimbo's. Oh, really? Yeah, they thieves. What's even worse is when the cops show up. The cops do this thing where if they don't think they can give enough of a fuck, they will not come out the car for your case. Like, my shit ain't ain't no goddamn homicide. He's like, nah, dog, it's January. Can you... Just talk to us from there. I think I don't see Mind it you, from the, here. the nigga dry, like the the officer sitting across is uh he's I think he's a Puerto Rican or Dominican, so he's speaking to me in like Spanish, and I'm like I speak English, bro. I speak English, bro. Like I'm sure I you have English. to do to get this job. No, because I told him my name first before saying he's anything. Like, Carlos else. Reyes is like, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Like, and then I'm like, more. and I'm, I'm just like, like bro, I speak. bro, I I just gave you speak English. Come on, bro. Nigga, I was born here. <laughs> <laughs> I was born here, and I'm at least 20 years old by right. now. God. He's like, excuse me. Oh, sorry. It's not funny, but the other officer is, like, white. He looked like James Italian. Woods. Nah, he looked like, he's probably Irish. Irish. But he looked like James nah. Woods. He was smoking a black and mild in the other seat. Really? You don't think they smoke? No, I think, well, I know job. they do wild, illegal shit. I've seen them on their phone. I'll be want to take pictures, but I don't want to make it too hot out here in these streets. Once you make it too hot in the neighborhood, they want to come and do random searches all the time. Mm-hmm. Show up in the barbershop saying, what you guys doing? You guys got a permit to cut hair. Of course niggas don't got permits to cut <laughs> hair, but... Got like, a certificate <laughs> from the barber. Right. Got a certificate from Barber's cool, College. Bro, like, you know, it is what it is. But you know what? I, I know, like, a lot of young people joined the NYPD. I'm not sure what the culture is now. There is not a... They don't evaluate people psychologically. I think, like... I think... Alright, so I'm not an advocate of NYPD, but if, I'm not. if like young people, enough young people with our sort of mindset join, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere you can make a difference. 20 years down the line, we can sort of change the culture of the NYPD, which is really just old Italian, you know, dudes mm-hmm. talking with the mayor about how they need to get these kids and stop and frisk is so fucking awesome. So like, you know... I did, my original point was how wacky and stupid these ads were because they had nothing to do with what an actual NYPD actually Yo. does or what they represent. It was literally just kids on a shirt. I don't even think the kids knew that they were modeling for NYPD ad. It shit could have literally been for preschools, could have been for after schools at programs, could have been for anything. Like, it was fucking weird. The other Tim's report is so. Obama banned smoking in public housing. And this is public housing all over the nation. By all the over way. the nation, not I just know. not just New York. But, but you know what? But I know New York niggas like, <laughs> and then you hear like the little Wayne lighter flick, <laughs> like at the beginning of which song? Was Most it songs. There's a bunch of songs that have that shit. <laughs> Most songs, nigga. A lot of them just have. Nigga it. didn't give a fuck. Nigga, you just give a little him, Wayne lighter. Yeah, I was like, how can you do that? How can you? Because you know what? I think um, 
I know in my building, like for instance, my sister would smoke in our house, and I know like the people upstairs, like she would smoke by a window, so mm-hmm. people upstairs would complain that they were getting too much smoke. I'm like, yo, calm down, chill out, bro. Like it's not like all day. And they should inhale it. Yeah, so they chill out. I was like, close your window. Come on, bro. Come on. The people next door to me never complain, but they nice. Most yeah, most people, most you know, black and Hispanic people never complain. I got, I had like old Jewish neighbors upstairs it was like we paid seventeen, eighteen thousand dollars for this apartment which i'm sure they can afford because i can't afford that shit but <laughs> but i laughed i'm like who's gonna come down gonna knock, come? Listen, the, the smoke police gonna listen, come knock down on your door you know, obama coming through your toilet and fucking smoke stop all, your shit out <laughs> now smoke all your drinks <laughs> you thought this was a good idea young man <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he voted on it for health reasons. It's it's not I think just so, yeah. it's not just smoking marijuana, but we all because it's probably smoking cigarettes. I think I think that's what the intention was. I think landlords also want to get that shit out the way so they could sell houses easier. They don't want to sell no you know apartment building that smells like dank, which is like ninety percent. But of the thing is, these are housing. These are these are housing apartment Public. buildings. So right. it's like it's not you're really selling them. You're just giving them out. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You pick someone, you can say, hey, Listen, yo, I got people your... Got, people got problems. Like, people need to smoke. And, you know, you get the stress. A shout out to my... Actually, shout out to my dad for um, about... What's, what's, it, what's it been now? Probably like two months of sobriety. Bro, shout Not, out to that. No cigarette smoking or anything like that. A home shake for your pops. <laughs> um, let's see. But, yeah. The world is scoffed. The way, yeah, we scoffed a while hard. We scoffed a while hard. It's Simultaneously, like... my friend. Um, but that is the Tim's report. Dun dun dun. Bum, bum. Oh damn! I was about to sing "Pump It Up." Uh, I was like, that's up. not even New York. He <laughs> was born in New York. All right. Now nah, fuck that. Yeah, we don't fuck claim it. that. Fuck, fuck Joe Button. Um, I get money. Oh, I added <laughs> this report. I added this thing to it that I saw today, which is the funniest shit ever. Which is gonna like you know get us into music news a bit, the funniest shit ever. Mm-hmm. So on Bossip, apparently they exclusively reported uh, Jeremiah actually had a... Stunt double. A stunt double or, like, imposter. I don't know, imposter Jeremiah on the Pokemon card. Mimi Q. Mimi Toon World Jeremiah, nigga. <laughs> like, had him... <laughs> Jeremiah apparently... Um, had an imposter perform for him at his Houston show last night or some mm-hmm. other shit, which I find is the funniest shit ever because this dude really does not give a fuck anymore. Like, he hates his label. He hated his label so much that he had a top 10 single with Don't Tell Him, and he did not show up for the music video. He was like, I'm not recording a music video for this song because I hate my fucking label. So only YG showed up, and they filmed YG parts for some reason, and they have no Jeremiah on it. Um, until they filmed another video for the remix all later after the fact when the album was doing that good. Um, but... <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta, you gotta do that consequence phase. Mm-hmm. I gotta do that, yeah, consequence. It was a consequence? No, it's not consequence. What the fuck was his name? It starts with a C. Definitely starts with a C. You know that shit. No. Come on, B. Um, nonetheless, so, apparently the n- news goes that... Jeremiah is not happy opening for Party Next Door. Oh, word? And he's just like... I mean... He shouldn't open for Party Next Door, bro. So should Party Next Door open for Jeremiah? Yes. I wholeheartedly agree that Party Next Door should open for Jeremiah. Who got more appeal? Jeremiah. You sure? 
Well, Party Next Door has appeal. I don't know. Party gets a wetter. Jerry, Jeremiah has actual Grammy Award nominations. He Listen. has album sales. Everything that you can measure success by when it comes to Jeremiah and Party Next Door, Jeremiah has more. Sorry. Jeremiah guys still got to spit on the pussy, my nigga. Listen. Yeah. Party Next Door ain't spitting on no pussy to get it with. Jeremiah should be closing these shows and you should have a long full set even though I don't know how his performance is maybe it's lit maybe it's not I actually heard I heard that 21 Savage and Young Thug show minus the 21 Savage part was really good well yeah <laughs> that's a good performer everyone tells me that so um nonetheless he had a stunt double perform for him mm-hmm. apparently the stunt double only had like a hood and shades on and was dancing across the stage and was like doing you got Omar on to perform <laughs> it was just like the most craziest thing so you know what shout out to Jeremiah Who's like, yo, Roscoe, yeah. want to make $50 real quick? Roscoe, nigga. Shout out to Omarion for cashing in. No, Omarion's not that tall. Omarion's like shorter than Jeremiah. He's on stilts, nigga. Yeah, fucking, um. <laughs> He's on stilts gliding around, doing all like that Like the fucking little rascals. Yeah, um, it, No, it's two Omarions in one trench coat. His fucking set list was terrible for this fucking thing. Like, I'm trying to find it now. It was like all deep cuts? No, it wasn't even deep cuts. It was like the worst fucking parts of it. It was like, he, his, um trying to find it now uh let's see he had like oh so he opens with down on me mm-hmm. and then he goes into planes and then lovers and friends and then do you mind both of them aren't his songs either then wait, performs- wait 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 <laughs> he performed lovers and friends like the song with little john yeah and then he performs do you mind which is a dj khaled song i believe it's that uh, that dude that looks like people always say he'll look like I forget what his oh, name Ken Jones. Ken Jones, that's not his song. Oh, do you mind the uh, DJ Khaled song? I'm sure it's a DJ Khaled song. I want to say it is. I think um, he's on that song. That's why. Let me see. I can pull it up. You do the fact checks. Um, <laughs> and then he did birthday sex, which is like yo, people do not want to. I mean, it's cool. Not in 2016. Not in 2016. That shit. Is if like, it's not a request for an actual a, birthday it's party. It's a DJ Khaled song. But it's like, I guess it's a cheap hop, because it's like, oh, whose birthday it is tonight. And it's like, dun, 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 dun. And then he's like, oh, yes, my birthday. I know, I'm going to bad for niggas. Party like Next Door show, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, then a song called Ben's. I don't remember what song this is. Um, mm. um, I Like, which is like the most non, which was a Jeremiah single that no one actually remembers. Then he did All the Time. What's All the Time? You all the time. Oh, that fucking song that used to have. Uh, who is it? It's like two people on that song. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne and who else? Some other girl. Yeah, some other girl. I think it was Miley. And then she performed. No, it was Miley Cyrus. It's some white bitch. Um, and it wasn't nowhere. Then he ends it with "Hold You Down." Another DJ Khaled oh, song. <laughs> he ended it with "Hold, hold you, you Down." Down. He doesn't even sing that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm going to hold you down. I can imagine him ending the show like, yo, get, 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 I'm going to go. some designer dude futures part or some shit. Fucking That's hilarious. fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. But shout out to Jeremiah because it's just like, you know what? He hates life so much. Why not? It's crazy. I guess, bro. Shout out to I him. I don't know, man. Shout out to him. I still, the legend of Jeremiah only grows to me. To me, he to needs me. to just get off his label if he's so mad about it. Uh, it's not that easy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not that easy. Um... Because most artists who try to do that end up, like, not releasing music for, like, five, six years, and then it's all too late all after the fact. <laughs> all too late after the um, fact. Kodak Black is released from jail. Ah, uh, fuck that nigga. Shout out to him for, you know... Fuck that nigga. Rapidy, rape, rape. Yeah. Um, um, 
Dear Problematic Rappers and Problematic Personalities, I, I get that you want to see a black man win, but this is a... But then I like Kodak's music, so it's kind of... I'm so conflicted. What? I like Kodak's music. Sometimes. Like Most of music. it's not really good. I like music. I feel like... Most of it is not really good. So here's what we were talking about yesterday. Uh, 21 Savage got to be shipped that Kodak Black is out, and he's like... He's like he's he looks like Kodak Black is out and like his eyes are open like the thirtieth entrant in the Royal Rumble cut out as John Cena, <laughs> like no flocking hits and just like <laughs> in the barbers. He's like oh shit, Kodak's back. Like no man, Twenty One Savage has been getting a lot of country for like no discernible reason. A lot of country? What do you mean? Like he's been getting a lot of opportunities and just like praise. What do you mean? I don't think he deserves half the praise that he gets. What does it fucking matter? Like, think about it. Think about all the other niggas that's on right now. He's terrible. Yeah, and some of these other niggas is terrible too. But people co-sign him heavy. Like Drake. Drake wants to be 21 Savage so bad. I'm like, dude, Drake wants to be, be whatever he wants to be. <laughs> really, really bad. Let's Drake look. wants to be Hello Kitty in the poly. <laughs> and fucking, uh, fucking. Uh, Drake just wants to be loved and to be popular and to be acknowledged as a tastemaker. That's all he wants. That's all he wants. But I feel like the 21 Savage just like, he doesn't deserve any of it. I feel I like it would have been a great gradual ride, but with all these people are just like, yo, I need 21 Savage on the track. It's like, nigga, have you. Like, he literally talks through his songs. And that's fine. He can't rap. That's fine. What do you mean that's wrong? Nigga, there are niggas that sound even worse than him. No. He's like the worst of the... He's like the worst. You really think he's the worst? I think... Yes, I completely... He's the worst. Him oh. and Lil Yachty, the worst. There we go. <laughs> that's what I was Lil Yachty, I was, I was waiting worst. for niggas to say Lil Yachty. The bottom line. Because I was like, yo... And Lil Yachty kind of floated on, like, Chance the Rapper's mixtape and a couple features. So, yeah. he's like, he's, you know... I haven't seen, like, 21 Savage murk anything. I don't know. I like this verse on X. Yeah. That song's like popular because of my ex, bitch. No, it's popular because of Metro Boomin. Nah, I'm sure it's future. Nah, it's, the, it's that beat. It's future. That's it. It's future. Nigga, even without future, nigga, it's the beat, nigga, that makes that shit go No hard, one would nigga. listen to it if it wasn't future on it. It wouldn't be added on playlists. It wouldn't be on radio if future wasn't on it. Like, nigga, that, that song is, would not be popular. Nigga, that shit's the most cut-rate future verse. I'm sh- I'm one hundred percent sure. I'm one hundred percent. We gonna sure. argue about this till we like old in nursing homes. We gonna argue about how X. All right, yeah. All right, we so gonna we'll figure, out. we'll figure it out. Um. Uh. Let's see. <clears throat> I'm gonna skip the Dave Chappelle thing because it's really short news that he just got three next Netflix specials. Shout out to him. Shout out to him getting that money. Um. Kanye West. We have to. We ever have to. Law have to have a. Uh, l- medium to long talk about Kanye West, but not that long because I don't want to go. We got a lot of music to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to explain the story of Kanye West over the past couple months. Pokemon. Um, so Kanye West, first of all, so I want to start this way, way because this is there's an ironic part for this shit. Mm-hmm. So the story actually starts with Kid Cudi having a sort of issue in targeting Kanye West. And then Kanye West saying, we had to deal with your emo depressive shit for all your all these years. And That's the nigga that wrote Heartbreaks and 808s and basically, I don't know, like, I believe a and couple he, of albums. That he birthed you and, like, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And Go then, on. like, Kid Cudi, you know, decides to, um, I guess, enter himself into rehab for um, 
becomes personal depression. Yes. Which is completely fine. And then Kanye is like, oh, wait, nah, damn, he was depressed. That's crazy. I didn't mean any of that. That's that's wild. That's, that's so problematic of me. How could I ever do it? He's my brother for all, all life and shit. A good majority of his rappers are very sad people. Yeah. Um. So, f- fast forward, mm-hmm. uh, they, get, they make up. Uh-huh. But... On the other hand, apparently Kanye West is now suffering from his own, you know, bout of depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Regard- Which he has been suffering from for I don't know how long, and has failed to admit it. But now that he sees that, you know, hey, I can play this card now. I feel like it's definitely a card. I mean, so, here's the thing. I'm sympathetic to depression and anxiety. I, you know, I can't diagnose Kanye West because I don't know him. I can mm-hmm. only go off of what I know. Which is his comments about Donald Trump, mm-hmm. his comments about how Black Lives Matter is like, you know, how black people should stop using, you know, Black Lives Matter as an excuse or just like. It's not an excuse, it's a movement. Yeah, so. But go on. So, how, you know, other things that he says are very problematic, assholey things that he said mm-hmm. over the past couple months. And then. Which people never see the problem. In a show in Sacramento, he goes on a 40 minute rant after performing two songs and then says this is over. And then prepared, and then subsequently cancels the show. And then shortly after, it's learned that he's being forced, which means his, his doctor called 911 and told them bring the, bring the paramedics and also bring the police because we have to, you know, he's going through something right now. And he needs to be checked into a medical facility. Um, Someone said something very interesting. He's like, I don't know what's in these Kardashians' vaginas that makes these men go crazy. Do I believe he's crazy? I believe in a sense he is kind of wild. I think his, I think he has major delusions of grandeur. One. Um, because he, you know... He, he's rightfully contributed a lot to hip-hop, but in yes. the same sense... But it makes him feel so damn entitled, doesn't right. it? Right. He's very, very entitled, so he has that going on. I feel like... Mm-hmm. I do feel like he gets in his own mind a lot. Yeah, and I feel like he gets in his own, in his own way a lot. Right. And I think, like... And I feel like money's made him, like, become this sort of veil for him where he can't see certain things for what they really are. Yeah. Money, fame, things like that. Shit, he said he would have voted for Donald Trump if he voted, which is like two problems all at once. By yeah, why you don't give a fuck enough to vote one? So yeah, like that, so that tells me you don't care about the country's yeah. future. And like you didn't even, you have no reason to say this because it's like, yo, if I would have voted, it was like, wow, this is hypothetical. Like you didn't even get the time. You didn't even decide, hey, I'm going to, you know, walk over to a poll and vote. And, and it's not like, it's nah. not for a political reason. It's not like he said it for a political He just, like, I guess he's, not sympathizes, but just, like, he relates to Donald Trump. He'll say stuff but like, I'm on my pers- Donald Trump shit or something He'll be, like. but the thing is, he makes himself that person. He chooses to be that person. He chooses mm-hmm. that per- to be that person that says something very outlandish, even when it's not true or useful. Right. So it's like, it's flabbergasting, my nigga. I just, that's a that's a phrase we're probably never gonna use ever. I think flabbergasting, um, my nigga. I think. So I was listening to um, a, the voice of a voiceless podcast earlier today. Shout out to the bro. And then I think they made a good point. Shout out to Justin Davis and Justin Charity, who was on the podcast, and they made a good point. Like this Justin is like Swing. the 
they're like, come on, bro. Like, we all haven't used the excuse where it's like, we don't want to go to gym, so we fake sick, and so we don't have to go to gym. Mm-hmm. I feel like he literally is like, this is a ploy, so he doesn't have to do a tour that he no longer wants to do. Mm-hmm. And I never want... All right, so I never thought... I I would love to go to Kanye West show, but if I could go back in time, I'll go into the Glow in the Dark tour. I think really, it's the best one. So I would go... I would do that. I kind of like kick myself for not going there, but I think... That's whatever I, I was knew for. I, yeah, I was, I was also poor. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't enamored with going to a show that was like a mosh pit, and he was floating on a giant robotic Nimbus ahead of, above me. Like, <laughs> made of metal. Yeah. Made I'm of just, heavy, heavy metal. Yeah, I'm just like, nah, this doesn't seem... This is artistic yet dangerous, Yeah, like, this doesn't seem cool. It seems cool. Like, like do like, I sign a waiver when I come in? Like, uh, if the fucking thing falls on you. Yeah, you know, I could liable. just go to a party and listen to Kanye West songs if I want to rave out with people. I don't really want to go do this floor seat thing. Mind you, you're paying top dollar for floor seats to stand up for fucking four hours. And I can't stand up for four hours. I got flat feet. But, like, you're literally doing all this, and then it's just like, that show never, the same Pablo tour never appealed to me. And I'm sure it was good the first time around, but Kanye West's catalog is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a great discography, believe it or not. But, and I was never enamored of actually going to that show. One, just because, like, I hate people, and I hate the proximity of people I don't know, and I feel like most of those fans would smell like shit. Like, you know, just like, you know, cool enough to spend how much dollars on Yeezys, but not also cool enough for showers. Like, that's how I feel about those sort of people there. But it's, I don't know. He has a problem. He's already been, you know, released from the hospital. Um, I'm sure he's doing fine. Uh, I think he needs to take a long exile. I don't think he needs to take a long exile and do things. I don't think he needs to take a long exile and go to Hawaii and record another album. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to take a long exile and do fucking nothing. Yeah. I think he just needs no, to. No, I think he needs to sit down and read and have people. He like, doesn't read. He says he does not no, read. This, he says he hates shh, reading. I don't give a fuck what he reads. This is good for him. Sure. This is good for him. He needs to sit down and read. He needs to talk to. What are these words? These words mean nothing. I'm no. Kanye West. No, these words are important. Steve Kanye. Jobs. Walt Disney. Walt Disney never had to read words. Uh, what he was made... the tweet I made this morning? Because I completely forget. <laughs> Where it's like, he, he just... We were going to talk about that. We were going to talk oh, about yeah, that with the J. Cole. Okay, sure. But it's just like, Walt Disney and Steve... That's his two, that's his two bros. Walt Disney. Steve Jobs. Steve yeah. Jobs never had to read in his life. And he made sort of a vessel for other Why people. Why does he say those things? Like, he's, like that, that shit makes sense to him. Because he's... Those two are, like, people who sort of... Redefine and like Michael art Jackson in like society. I don't even think Michael Jackson was on that list. It's literally like nah, nah, he Jobs. loves Michael Jackson. Okay, all right, then I believe you. He loved like Walt Disney, Steve Jobs, literally. But it's just like it's just crazy. Who, whoever was in charge of McDonald's because that nigga loved McDonald's too. Um, but you know what? I think he needs to do nothing. I think Wiz Khalifa said it best. Yo, he really just needs to chill out and smoke some weed or something. Like, he just really needs to chill. Um, but that would be just any... You could use that Wiz Khalifa soundbite for anybody. Like, yo, Wiz Khalifa, what do you think about Donald Trump and, you know, states? Yo, I think everyone just needs to chill, smoke weed, you know, go listen to my new mixtape, Khalifa, you know, all that shit, you know, da-da-da-da. Yo, Wiz Khalifa, what do you think about the economic crisis in China? Yo, first of all, China needs to 
not unbanned Twitter, and everyone just needs to smoke weed and chill. First of all, Wiz probably got great foreign policy. <laughs> Yo, Wiz, what do you think about the... They need to replace nuclear bombs with nuclear bongs, just like Robert Williams just said in that riff. Nuclear bongs, man. Yeah, man. Smoke just weed. take one rip, man. Yo, me just and like Ty Robert Williams said. Shout out to Todd, all that juicy J. Juicy oh. J, weed surgeon general. All that shit, yo. We need weed bombs, nuke rolling your paper. brains, man. Ty Dolla Sign, <laughs> rolling papers. What was it? Rolling papers general, <laughs> secretary of the papes. Oh my god. Nonetheless. Yo, Kanye West, I think, I hate talking about Kanye West in the capacity that this nigga's crazy. Because, like, he makes amazing music. He hasn't made good music in a long-ass time. I think, well, The Life of Pablo is good, but it's not great. Um, but I think I would love to stop talking to him and stop talking about him in a capacity where it's like, oh, shit, this nigga is just like, yo, he's like, yo, Black Lives Matter need to chill, and Donald Trump is the bomb, and, like, you know, my fashion is all the fashion in the world and all this other shit. Yeah, because he'd be stealing shit from other companies and then just getting Gildan Tees and slapping shit on there. Yo, shout out to that. That Gildan Tee finesse, too. That is another main proponent of why he needs to chill the hell out. Yo, his fans be buying Gildan Tees for $70. Like, chill, you can even print your own. Goddamn. Um, let's just get into music. So, music this week. Um, first of all, shout out to Eric. Um, who was previously featured on this podcast, um, who dropped his new mix called The Feel Goods, The Feel Goods 5, No More Bad Days, which mm-hmm. is an incredible mix. It's an hour and a half long. I got through the first half an hour. It's fucking pretty lit. So I would suggest anybody go listen to it. It's, re- it's reposted, retweeted, reposted on our SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. If you would like to go listen to it, um, it's very, very dope. If you're interested in new music and getting lit and constantly getting lit for about 90 minutes, um, it's dope. It's dope. So shout out to you, Eric. Um, the feel goods, you know, all that other great stuff. Um, we got a bunch of new music releases as well. So let's let's run through this real quick. And we got a lot that's coming. So I think what we'll do is we'll get to J Cole last because J Cole has been ruining my Twitter timeline for the past about. Oh, I think hours. I've muted the words J Cole. Sure. Probably in the last hour because it's like, oh my god, you guys. I think I changed my name, right? I changed my name to No More Rap Debates. No, none. No more. <laughs> oh, my God. But first, let's start off with... Y'all fighting over opinions. Y'all look stupid. Let's start off with something big. So, The weekend last week dropped Starboy. The mm-hmm. album Starboy. Um, Only Starboy, we acknowledge is Movado. Yes. Getting that put on a t-shirt, by the way. Shout out to that. Get that. Um, Star, that. Star, <laughs> Starboy is... Putting that uh, on Gildan T. Starboy is I forgot what number album this is. He had Trilogy, then he had um, Kissland, which is weird, and then he had Beauty Behind the Madness or Beauty Behind the Madness. I want to say that. Um, and now this is I guess his third studio album, which is Starboy. Um, overall, I'd say it's been a very short time between this album and last album. Actually, it's only been roughly about a year since both album releases and it's feel like he's been taking over the world for probably the past like three years somewhere in the top 10 rank right now um starboy is they beat it number 40 what on billboard top 100 the album yes the album couldn't have debuted at number 40 debuted at number 40 on the hot 100 maybe it's the song 
But uh, he's got a whole bunch of fucking sales, especially in this fucking digital market, a whole bunch of fucking streams. I imagine the streams is out of this world, but Starboy yeah. was um, Starboy was one of the more anticipated releases of November. And I can easily say that it delivered, and I didn't think it would, but here we are. It delivered. It, yeah, it, it, because the last album before that was very um, very pop-centric. This is still kind of pop-centric. Pop-centric, but it's a, it's a little more all, all over the place. And I looked at it, and I was like, yo, I saw the, the staggering track listing with 18 tracks, and I'm just like, yo, I'm not going to be gotta able to get through this. You got to pick and choose. I'm not going to be able to get through this, but surprisingly or not, you know why? Because I skipped the first three tracks, because I don't like Starboy. Um, oh yeah, no, I hate it. I hate playing it on big speakers. I don't like Party Monster either, nor do I like False Alarm. So I was like, you know what? Started not track number four, and I just grew smooth. There was, there's a couple filler tracks between there, definitely. You're not gonna have an 18 track album without filler tracks. You could have just made the damn thing 11 tracks. That's not the weekend style. Weekend is long form. Mm-hmm. Everything is long form with the weekend. He had 10 track mixtape that were like 70 minutes long. <laughs> like, that son of a bitch. Like. Like fucking high, high for this doesn't start until minute three. Like literally, <laughs> and this shit is just a hearing test for the first two minutes. It's fucking static in place. First, <laughs> the first two minutes of high for this I is a hearing test. I want to make it sound test. like I want to make it sound like it's just vinyl playing. Um, no sound coming out. He had features from Daft Punk, which was on the main single. Lana Del Rey on Star Girl. Mm. Kendrick Lamar. A lot of people were very critical of Kendrick Lamar's verse. Of, on this. of course, people are critical of Kendrick Lamar's verse. Um, because putting Kendrick Lamar where he doesn't fit is always going to make people mad. Here's what I think about the Kendrick Lamar first. And I understand I'm in a minority. Everyone thinks it sucks. I don't think it's the best Kendrick Lamar first. But I also think this is a pop song. <laughs> and you're not going to get lyrical miracles, quality. Lyrical miracles, spiracles. Yeah, you're not going to, not even that. You're not going to get quality Kendrick Lamar on this. You're going to get a sort of derivative version of Kendrick Lamar who's doing this to mm-hmm. further make the song catchy. The way he structured his verse is to cater to the song and how to get it played on the radio mm-hmm. and how to get it spun and streamed yeah, a whole bunch of times. Say, he's not going to say anything like too crazy. Of course, man. Dude says say, say, say all the time, bro. Like, when would Kendrick Lamar ever say say, say, say? Like, the verse is fine for what it is. In terms of pop verses, mm-hmm. like Kanye West was on a Katy Perry song called E.T. That verse wasn't fire. Like <laughs> Drake was on fucking What's My Name by Rihanna, like eight times eight, sixty nine something, eight something. Square root of eight. S- square root of eight is sixty nine is, is eight something, right? Yeah. Uh, we bars, can try to work bro. It out. Come on, yeah. Come on. Is it, you're not gonna get quality bars from rappers on pop songs. I don't think it should be. Was that one about cunnilingus or fellatio? I'm trying to figure it out. Or is it like, you know, the, I think uh, the it's uh, 68? About, no, I think it's about 69. No, 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 no. If you think about the 68, it's like, uh, it's, it's like you it's give me something? and I owe you one. Oh. That's how it works. I think it's eight something. Right? Know. All right. We'll get it's in, whatever. I'm we'll not do doing another podcast. On, I graduated yeah. with my bachelor's. Sure. You don't suck my balls. Um... A lot of contributions. Yo, so there's production here by Cashmere Cat, mm-hmm. um, Benny Blanco. Probably one of the cleanest producers in the game. Jake One. You perform one of the songs I like, True Colors. Um, I mean, produce one of the songs I like. Um, there's Six Feet Under, which is produced by Metro Boomin. Um, co-produced yeah, Metro. by Metro Boomin. There's Max Martin on here, who contributed a lot to his last album, which mm-hmm. made it so successful. Um, Diplo, his production on here. Um, Diplo. <laughs> I gotta always put it in air, like quotes, air quotes. Diplo. Diplo. Um, Daft Punk, Circuit, 
you know, all these other people who were very critical to the weekend success. What I like the most, and I think it's the most prominent point coming from this album, is that he managed to merge both worlds of the pop and the weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of the weekend. Kenji R and B. Yeah. Dark dark mm. ominous yeah. written with candles yeah but also have the sort of pop confection that's like needed like he sprinkles like sugar on his coke or like something along those lines like pixie sticks <laughs> on his coke or like <laughs> <laughs> nah oh man. but it's like oh, that's man. how this album feels I'm very very pleased with this album The Weeknd goes down as a legend because I can't feel my face was nominated as like with a Nickelodeon like fucking kids yes. choice award or and something shit is about doing coke all this uh, shit it's no, that's no better than when Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails had a song that literally starts with the phrase fist fucking got a fucking Grammy for it really mm-hmm. what about that song that says smack my bitch up oh dude Par- uh, what is it Prodigy yeah that shit's good shout out not to smack him, bitches, but the song. Shout um, out to Keith Flint. Um, let's see. Did you? Was there anything from this album that you really enjoyed? Oh no, I just thought it was cool in general. You just thought like, it was cool in general. I just didn't really like Star Boy as a lead single, but I knew people would like it a lot. Like when you play it on loud systems, those fucking little bongo things in the middle just pop crazy, and it's I like, feel like real it's annoying. A, it's a different enough single to distract you from the fact that probably in any other situation, Sidewalks would have been the first single featuring Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a more cliche way to open up an album sort of release thing because I think a lot of people would have criticized. Nah, and not just that. Is. It's fucking Daft Punk. Daft Punk has world appeal. That's true. You're, you're Daft Punk hasn't been like popular in like two years. It doesn't matter, years. son. That's true. Their name, I mean, their name was very popular, and they were doing world tours. Absolutely. So it's like they have but, world appeal. But like I know, but they didn't have like the success to match until like two years ago. Like it, like this age now. Nah, people praise. I know, no, no. I people praise Daft Punk for a long time, but mm-hmm. it didn't translate to sort of commercial success. And Here. I think, right. So I think in the United States, we, we've reached a culture where it's like we appreciate electronic music, really. Right. We, we appreciate electronic music and appreciate sort of Daft Punk as it is for the legendary status. Mm-hmm. It's similar to how Metallica, you know, first album and what. I think it was like five or six years. I don't know. First album, however, Metallica, you know, even though Bruno Mars is literally one of the biggest pop stars out, mm-hmm. they beat Bruno Mars for the number one album because it's fucking Metallica. People appreciate Metallica. Mm-hmm. Rock music isn't even popular anymore. Rock music can't it's be not. considered as pop, can't even be considered on the radio unless it's like Fall Out Boy, kind of. Um, no, it's not. There, there are almost no real bands breaking records right now. No. There's barely like, any it's like labels will pick up like maybe one band for every like five rappers there's like or, um, or electronic acts which bands the black keys consider rock no the black keys are a rock the black keys. they're an indie rock band okay um i think them metallica usually when um what's his face the the the, the group with mike shinoda um lincoln park lincoln park come out they usually do numbers um the group with david Grohl. Uh, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. They usually do some things. Uh, Paramore. I don't Paramore. Know. Paramore's pop, but they're also considered rock, I guess. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Shout out to the weekend. This was a great album. What would you rate this album? We gotta start giving these shits ratings. <laughs> oh, I give it like a three point five. I wouldn't give it a solid four because I, I, I mean, give it a four. 
Yeah, I would give it a solid four because it's not like my favorite weekend. Album. No, it's not my, my favorite. Uh, I'm reading. I'm reading well, into actually, retrospect to like. What is my fucking favorite weekend album? Might be the last one. Yeah, it might be the last one for might me too. Might be the last one. Um, and I probably gave that one a three point five too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but now, in retrospect, I might as well give that one a four. Um, so YG's. Go. Yeah, we're gonna read. Yeah, I guess <laughs> so. Retract that. <laughs> I guess I'll retract that statement. YG's Red Friday dropped last week. Yeah, I know, and his his rage was un <laughs> inconceivable. Do you do you appreciate Red YG? I guess um in a sense. So he's been quiet since the release of his album because mm-hmm. I think um still crazy, still crazy, still mm-hmm. crazy, still crazy didn't do um didn't get sort of the acclaim that his previous album did, which is fine. I think it's because of the lack of mustard. And also just like the lack of uh, singles and overall, I want to say charisma on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, he they dropped um, he dropped Red Friday, which is essentially a mixtape um, streamed through Apple Music and Spotify and Title and all the other stuff. I think it's a good um, throwback to Hood YG. What did you think about? Did you get to listen to the project? No. No. All right. It's just kind of just like very. Uh, it isn't. Uh, it's hard for me to listen to anything YG these days. Why do you say that? It's like. Are you no longer? Are you cripping? First of all, it's not even about cripping, my nigga. Okay. Right. It's just kind of like. Just checking. It's like he doesn't. He doesn't really grow much. Yeah. It's hard. It's I mean, hard. he drops some hard shit. He like, drops some hard shit. You from can't time like to time, but it's like growth can be like push it aside. It's like yo, this shit is pretty hard though. Like this shit is pretty tough. Like he he, he ain't grow. Still the same song, mm-hmm. but man, this just slap like a motherfucker. Like, but you know what? I don't know if there's anything from there, but I guess this was a good sort of like, you know, midpoint between this and whatever he has coming up next, which I assume will feature mustard. Um, yo, the locks is back. Yo, I should have made this the tense report. The locks, yo. First of all, shout out to Return the, of the World's Most Deadly Light Skin Nigga Styles sh- Peace. Shout out to them and their first. So they're dropping their first album, Filthy America. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna comment on it. You're gonna make me comment on it. Hold on. Filthy America. It's beautiful. Is their first album in 16 years, which you know maybe that'll qualify them for some good buzz. Maybe they'll become sort of a nostalgia act. Um, first of all, if you if you not heard the Last Locks album. I want to. The last Locks album was We Are the Streets in 2000, and it featured the single. Damn. Wow. Oh, man. This is like Annie up with like 30 people at the same time. Nigga, this is a jail song. Yeah. <laughs> this is the wild jail song. I remember the video of them and they're all just in jail just screaming wild out. Mm-hmm. Was this when, was this before everyone found Swiss Beast annoying or did they just find him annoying off the bat? Oh, no, no, no. It's when we realized he was giving us the same beat for years. Oh, okay. Like, he'd stop his work, for, like, he'd stop his constant workflow to realize, to give us the same fucking beat at the same BPM. Shout every... out to the locks, though. I like, you know what? I'm a fan of Jadakiss. I like Sheik Lou. Mm-hmm. Not, I, I like Styles P. I don't know about Sheik Lou. He, he's a little shaky. A little but shaky. it's like, 
you know, Jada's like he's consistent. Jada's consistent, man. Jada's Every consistent. time I listen to a Jada record, like you scrunch up your face and you want to dab the it person next angry. to you. It make you want to slap a nigga. It just makes you want to rap like cold hard bars for no reason. It's like, yo, I we spit on your like, mother. We on the hood like tiny motorcycles. All that shit, man. That's a classic. I'm gonna create a thread <laughs> with classic Jada kiss lines like that. A thread. Now fuck that. You gotta create a playlist. You gotta, I don't want to do a full playlist. Nah, you can Because then that ends up becoming a Jada Kiss playlist. Nah, it doesn't have to be just a Jada playlist. I want to just... You I just want to highlight the lines. Because there are just lines out here. Like the Gritty New York Bars playlist. Gritty New York Bars. Alright, so maybe I'll do that. But there's just lines that he says. The way he says things. And you could just picture them. And they're so unconventional. But they sound so fucking... As a New Yorker, Jada Kiss is the man. Um, I can't wait till we get old enough. To be like JD Kissing Styles P, where we just say, "She <laughs> <laughs> jackets with the sleeve." Where we open a juice bar and like, <laughs> and kids come in and they're like, "Oh, I remember when you guys were famous podcasters. Oh, what man. happened?" You, yo, jeans jacket with the sleeve. Like, who explains shit like that? <laughs> just call a sleeveless jacket. Me, <laughs> a sleeveless jean jacket. Jeans jacket with the sleeves cut. Put the pressure on them when they thought I. Yo, Jadakiss, shout out to Young emphysema voice. Yo, show, so the album features, and there's actually features on here. I know there's a feature by Gucci Mane on here. I don't know who a and is. First of all, that intro for East Atlanta Santa, I saw the video. Oh, my God. I did not see the video. Oh, my God. So excellent. Really? That shit is black trap excellence. Nigga, he came in dressed as Santa in someone's house and snapped his fingers and mad hoes and money. Perfection. <laughs> Produced by Zato. Oh, my God. I've been listening to that, um... And you know, by the way, it comes out. The Locks new album comes out in two weeks, so I in guess two weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm reviewing that. Yeah, we're gonna it's probably very good. It's um, it's the Locks, man. We just we I don't get New mad. York. Like I don't get mad at them for sticking to their sound because honestly, a lot of these people try the risky shit and they end up sounding like dickheads. Right, and they're just like, nah, we top five dead or alive. Who yeah. who can fuck with us? And you're like, you know what? You're right. You got it. Al Qaeda Jada. Al Qaeda Jada. Styles P. I can't do that laugh. You can do it. Yo. <laughs> that shit is a screech. Jesus Christ, you you gotta pay him to do that. You know that. You know you know that nigga's the greatest Jada greatest Jada thing I've ever seen was that nigga spinning on his head. <laughs> spinning on his head. You never seen him break dance? Oh, he could break dance. Dog, he was yeah, like the nigga, B boy spinning. That boy built like a ninja turtle and he break dancing. Oh, you know what? I fucks with it. I fucks with it because it shows you no matter what you look like, you can do what you want. Oh my god, I gotta show you this after the fact. But this guy was dancing. He like spins on his head uh what's the what's more <laughs> let's get through the music because we're almost hitting like the All hour right, mark so east atlanta santa um east atlanta santa is dropping soon I don't, i'm not sure when it's dropping uh, it's gotta drop right before uh, christmas actually um and you know single featuring bryson tiller mm-hmm. um i didn't expect to and bryson tiller yo look at this shit yo Ah, that's Jada Kiss B. Yo, that nigga built like I don't even know, like a Shout little pit bull, and he's just him. rolling around on his head. Um, so I have the song right here. Actually, I'm gonna pull it up. Um, drove you crazy, featuring Bryson Tiller. I think it's a good single. I'm not sure if Bryson Tiller is to the point where he's marketable on other people's singles. Nah, it's gotta be the, the approach has gotta be strategic. I think it's like you gotta be featured in Bryson Tiller's song, but I don't know if he's reached a point where it's just like, 
Um, shout out to Gucci Man also by getting engaged. And oh, shout out, shout out to just doing like, yo, here. Nah, <laughs> this nigga was odious, nah, just like, yo, I'm not getting on one needed. Like, you don't have to have all this traditional <laughs> shit. Nah, it's real though, but you. Nigga was OD like, yo. People getting mad at him, and I'm like, he just proposed to his, like, his girl. Right. And his girl's been holding him down since he's been in jail. That's the biggest thing about it. Like, that's the thing that should matter. But it's just funny for me. Just nigga. He also had white pants on. That's what I'm saying. His, if his girl wasn't mad, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. This nigga was OD was like, yo. Because as a man getting married, you should know your wife and what's going to piss her off. He was like, yo, yo, yo. Take this ring, yo. Yeah. First of all, and then he's not like a super romantic dude. Nah. He's like, he comes from like, like literally background he comes from. He's a former drug dealer. Dude, he actually pushed the girl out the car, which is why he got <laughs> sent to jail in the first place. Yeah. So shout like, out to Dream, shout out to Gucci. Just like full fucking 180. Mm-hmm. So I forgot, son. when did they cut his, uh, his ankle monitor? Probably a while ago, right? Yeah, it's a while ago. So Brussels is rapping, rapping singing. I like this song. I like this song. It's really good. I'm not sure. It's really good. The intro that you said Atlanta Santa was really good too. It's pretty nice. Check so, it out. Check out the video. I'm gonna check it out. Um let's see what we got here. Do you know Amir Obi? Amir Obi? No. Oh. He was Introduce popular. me. He was popularized by being played on Drake's OVO Sound, mm-hmm. and but he is a rapper from Detroit. He's a rapper singer from Detroit and Brooklyn, mm-hmm. who dropped a popular mixtape called Detroitlin. Because you know, if you're from two places, you dropped a mixtape with the name of two places. <clears throat> he isn't bad, but he isn't good. Like he's like. Like, like I, he's I, he's very very I. Um, so he signed to Def Jam. So shout out to him. Can't hate on him. Um, he's got songs like, so what I got onto him was "Won't Find Love in the Hills" EP, which was still okay. It's not great. It's, you know, SoundCloud genre. Mm-hmm. SoundCloud rap. SoundCloud rap. Where, where it's that weird mix of whatever niggas sound like in Toronto Absolutely. and like Atlanta and like. It's so funny, yo. It is so funny. Um, Currency dropped a new mixtape. Andretti, eleven thirty. <laughs> yo, I was at a, I was at like a friendsgiving function, and they gave some nigga the ox score, and all he was playing was Dom Kennedy and Currency. I wanted to slam my head that against. That nigga is like, so big. What? <laughs> he is so high. Yeah, yo. <laughs> like you gotta be that high, cause when you was in Dom Kennedy, words don't make sense when you. <laughs> but they make perfect sense when you high, cause like. Nah, son, I be. That nigga can't rap. But do, listen, if I can say anything about currency, mm-hmm. I understand that people don't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. It took me. He's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. If you're ready to get acquired or you want to go to sleep, but I had to learn to appreciate Sonic Ambient. Right. I had to learn to appreciate currency. And if there's one thing I can say is that he has great beat selection. One hundred percent great beat selection. He's really good at picking out these soulful joints. I forgot. I'm trying to go look at who produced all on this shit, but I don't want to go find it right now. But this is a great sample, by the way, R. Kelly. And then he starts rapping on it, and then you're like, oh. Yeah, 
But I know you hate currency. It's, it's just, he raps good. It's just he's not exciting. I understand. Niggas rap good and they're not exciting. I understand. That's it. That shit is so. He's good. got a weird charisma to me. Like I know, like I, yeah. I, him as a person, I know he's a funny ass person. Yeah, he's probably a funny ass dude. But he's just like I understand the lack of you know interest in currency. But I understand like, it now too because it's like you're, he's not part of that current landscape of rap. Right. Um, Kalani is dropping her debut album this week, Sexy Savage. Which, which I think is a god awful name for an album. I think it's. But. I think it's like, I think it's a take off like TLC. Yeah, I know. I think it's also a way to appeal to like these girls now. Yeah, because girls want to be sweet, sexy savages. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's to appeal to like women that want that that aesthetic. I think it covers feel even if they are not that kind yeah, of girl. I think it covers like the three pillars of women in like 2016 and just Kalani in general. It's like yo, you want to be. Sweet, I think it's more so you Kalani and what what certain women want to be, yeah, and not what certain women are. Yeah, well. Some women are not sweet, some women are not sexy, some women are not savage. Listen, this is... Alright, yeah, I guess you're right. You dropped your <laughs> January 27th. You can't be all of those things, I'm um, sorry. If, if we're being real. It's great artwork, I love the artwork for the, the album. It's a cool shot. It's a, it's a it's, what's that font that she used? In the, it's like a Gwen Stefani font on the cover? I don't know, but Gwen <laughs> Stefani is a good... I actually think she's kind of... She's not like Gwen Stefani, but I could see that's where her. That Gwen Stefani, uh, you know, aesthetic. <laughs> right. Um, like Lamb. Let's see. We've got what else we got here? Run the Jewels three is coming in January. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you fuck with Run the Jewels. I kind of fuck Jewels with them. Cool. I kind of fuck with them. I appreciate the production because this shit always slaps. Like yeah, always, it shit does always slap. Like always slap. I actually have one of the drum kits. It's really good. I use it like every so often. This shit always slaps, bro. There's also one where it's just cat noises too. Um, and to further push Meow this forward, the <laughs> this week we had Childish Gambino's Awaken My Love. Um, yeah, so I guess between, here's what I want to say. I want to give sort of the backstory of this. It was a, uh, okay, go ahead. His <laughs> last album, Because the Internet, did really, really well. It got him a Grammy nomination. Mm-hmm. It, it, I guess, propelled him to sort of a new space where it wasn't, it was just like not nerd Drake. Because if nerd you listened, what? not nerd Drake. Well, it wasn't just nerd Drake. To me, in his early career, he sounded a lot like Lil Wayne too. I think he's sort of more. It, it ended up being like it was a sort of dual personality because he'd do these hard rap things, but then he would also be like rapping about like Asian women, and it's just like yo, I love Asians. Like it's it's very nerdy black rap, which is like why camp resonated with a lot of sort of millennials. I don't know. Um, and then some people hate it. Some people hate it. Apparently, people who get pussy hate it. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Damn, that might be... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> that might be why I hate it. Um, but <laughs> he dropped camp, and then it was because the internet. Because the internet sort of took him to a new space. Um, and since then, I think a lot of people have sort of appreciated him as an artist. He um, Earlier this year, he debuted his series Atlanta, which got yeah. a lot of great critical reviews in terms of... Um, end of the year list about shows that people like Atlanta is usually in everyone's top 10 and then he announced hey I'm dropping this album called Wake Up My Love with the feature of the singles Me and Your Mama and Redbone mm-hmm. which both I liked both I think are very good in their sort of own way because they have sort of a neo soul sort of feel and I'm very much an R&B guy I don't know I, I feel like it has a crazy punk feel all over the album oh yeah so it's I'm gonna like get to the rest par- of the album <laughs> crazy parliament funkadelic feel um, I think if you know me, you already know that I'm not big on Gambino. Sure. Cause 
for whatever reason, it just doesn't, it doesn't hit me right in my soul hole. Oh, so this album was... Like, he has great instrument. Whoever is this backing band is very fucking talented. Absolutely. But his fucking voice sometimes does not mesh well. No, with- so there's like eight different voices on all this entire thing. And yeah. that's one of the, I guess, the one of the points, the critical points I didn't like about this is that there is no defining voice that makes me appreciate Childish Gambino because his voice is altered and it changes and it may not even be his voice it may be a sample and it may not actually even be his voice on these songs I'm sure they are but it's like it's so indistinguishable that you can't really sort of capture anything about it and the songs are just I I feel like the career trajectory was for Childish Gambino like sort of like the Power Rangers and it was like yo you got the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and that's like camp and it started out good and then I was like oh shit now they're ninjas and I was like because of the internet and then this shit is like the Aqua Power Rangers yo <laughs> don't even talk about those niggas they will fucking whack I'm sorry if you needed a pool to survive and you came to a, a, a pl- even though the planet is like I don't even know how, how much 70, per- like a massive whopping percentage water, percentage water but you are on mainland fighting crime. You are a dickhead. You should wear a fishbowl. I don't know. That's fucking hilarious. I fucking hated them. But this, to me, is just a misstep in Childish Gambino's catalog, just overall, because I didn't really feel it all the way through. And as much as I attempted to, I think as an entire project, I understood for the direction he was going. It was just the, um, how do you say, the delivery of it all that was just kind of skewed. I don't necessarily... I'm trying to find the context in which all of this makes sense, and it doesn't, because from the way Gambino was before, and this is vastly and radically different, and I think... Um, I think he could have scaled back on... sort. I think he could have gone for a much more minimal direction instead of a lot of noise, sounds, and voices that are very indistinguishable and also like um confuses people when they listen some people love it i understand i feel like some people are faking that they love it just because it's Charles gambino and like Charles gambino is usually known for his in terms of his output he has very good output i feel like people are really faking they love it but i feel mm-hmm. like in a week's maybe two weeks time they won't be listening to this anymore yeah because this is won't. hard to fit in your shuffle in terms of contemporary music yeah it's like you're gonna play this to pimp a butterfly and all these other like i even think next to to pimp a butterfly this is still too left like to pimp a butterfly still had some sort of contemporary um accents to it where this is kind of just like all the way 70s but it's also very raw and I just like I appreciate it all. I appreciate. <laughs> dust off maggot brain and play this right next to it. <laughs> That's it. Just dust off that vinyl in your granddaddy's collection. I appreciate this all, but I'm not feeling it. And that was might have been just the worst thing about all this stuff. I can't say I feel this album. It sucks to me because you know I waited a long time for a Charles Gambino album, and I'm just like yo, I can't fuck with it. I like me and your mama. I like Redbone. I might like. I think I like California. Um, but I can't say songs like Boogeyman, I'm going to be bumping. And I understand the content. There's a lot of content about like... Political content. Yeah. Social content. All this stuff. But it's just like... That's not... I appreciate you doing that, but that's not really like... 
what people loved you for. People loved you so for the sort of but honesty. That's, that's one thing that I keep telling you about these artists, man. They don't give a fuck about us. It's about them, too. I understand that. But in the sense when you start making music just for yourself mm-hmm. is where you kind of lose people. Mm-hmm. And that's just honestly it. And that's then, the thing. And then we'll get into the next artist who is essentially all about the people and has reaped the benefits from it. But also, I guess his creative output, in a sense, has also been hindered. Um, but this one, I just feel like it's all the way around. Mm-hmm. I want to be into it. I can't really force myself to be into it. I won't force myself to be into it. Mm-hmm. I'll take a few tracks from here. I'll listen to it. Um, but it'll be all right. Um, I give this shit, like... I'm going to give it room to grow. So I'm going to say 2.5 out of 5. Okay. I'm not available. <laughs> Um, but oh oh that's what I, I have one more project well actually I want to talk about shit I didn't put Nigga the John Legend on alright so the John Legend shit is really good too hurry <laughs> up we were at like the hour mark already bro John Legend shit is really good um, if you listen to it it's called Darkness and Light and it's uh, features from Chance the Rapper mm-hmm. a really good feature with Brittany Howard from the Alabama Shakes the song was really like crazy good mm-hmm. Miguel's um, the song with Miguel is also really good. Mm-hmm. This album kind of dips off towards the end. Michelle gets, Obama gift. Right. It gets very John Legendy in terms of just like, oh, but it's like. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like Frankenstein having an orgasm. <laughs> Don't do that ever. But it gets very John Legendy, but it's still overall very, very good. Another album that I want to say is very good that dropped this week is Smoke Dizza and Pete Rocks Don't Smoke Rock. That shit is really, really mm-hmm. good. I advise you, even Carlos, to listen to the shit. I don't know how much smoke does you listen to. I listen to it. This shit is really good all the way through. It's got features from a whole bunch of rappers. This nigga got a whole bunch of friends. He got features from Davies, Rick Ross, Royce Five Nine, Cameron, BJ the Chicago Kid, Wale, Big Crit, Dom Kennedy, Mac Miller. It's just, I, I know Jada Kiss is on here somewhere. Um, it's just very, very good. I think compared to his last project that he dropped out, I wasn't really feeling, which sucked. I think it was the follow-up. This is joint LP with Harry Fraud. This is really good. He does a lot of really good joint LPs. Um, and then the final thing we have to talk about is J. Cole, who is coming next week with his album, For Your Eyes Only, already become very, very... Um, Already, anytime J. Cole is sort of brought up on the timeline, it's a very polarizing figure because some people... He's like the John Cena. Right. Well, yeah, because it's just like people... Here's the thing. It's like people love him because he says real stuff, and then people also hate him because they feel like this shit is wild boring. And then the people who love him will sort of try to push on you that this is real hip-hop and this is what you guys should be supporting instead of the other shit. But the people who hate him are like, yo... You whack, you get no pussy, like all this other shit. Um, I like J. Cole. I don't hate J. Cole. I think his music, in terms of sonically, needs to be pushed forward. I watched a 40 minute documentary. It was okay. If you like production and stuff, you like, you'll like going into this because he goes behind the scenes of a lot of his production. I think it's free on title. I don't think you have to pay for title. When I saw it was on title, I was like, all right, I'm not watching this. And then I was like, oh shit, it's free. So I watched it. Um, very polarizing figure. He dropped this song called, um, I think, it was it called Everybody Gotta Die? Mm-hmm. Something along those lines where he targets Kanye West um, just for being, no, that was False Prophets. False Prophets. 
was the song, and Everybody Gotta Die was the one about Lil Yachty and, uh, and all the little niggas that he apparently will fuck up, which I don't know if he will. Um, False Prophets, though, really, really great song about how he's disappointed in Kanye West, at least the first verse is. He's just disappointed in Kanye West about how the music that he once fell in love with and sort of the character that he's become over the line, which is, shares a lot of sentiments with a lot of different people because it's very, very truthful. Um, he just has the balls to say it, even though he didn't say the name. We all know what it was about. Um, I believe the second verse of that song is about Wale. Um, just people who make amazing music and then um, they aren't able to sort of, they're so consumed by the criticism and consumed by a whole bunch of different things that they just can't let it go. And they just need to let shit go sometimes. Um, I'm looking forward to this just to listen to it, but I don't think I'll love it on the first listen. But we'll see what happens. It's for your eyes only. We'll talk about it a lot more next week. When it actually on, drops? Right, on the podcast. Um, but thus far, you know, it has, you know, people are up in arms about it, which can only be good because it, you know, increases his exposure. And I'm sure we're into another J. Cole record setting movie. To quote, um, to quote the Migos on Versace, this is merely an ad lib. Don't ask my opinion. Don't ask your opinion. All right, so we're done here. Um, do you want to do... All right, maybe I'll ask you this after. Um, shout out to the... I forgot. I forgot what I want to say to end this. Dab on. With a dab orange. With a dab orange. That's really what I want to say. It's a great, great yeah. jingle. Great jingle. With a dab of ranch. Ooh, oh, dab of ranch. It's perfect. I Ooh, feel like they dab. should. I feel Ooh, like honestly, Quavo should just be ghostwriting jingles because whatever he writes, I'm just gonna buy. Dab of ranch. It's like it's like hood nigga hypnotism. Yo, voice. they they gotta check all of that. They're just gonna get a check immediately once they mm-hmm. record that full I song. I cannot wait for the honey smoked backwoods flavor. Yeah, it's gonna taste like yeah, it's gonna taste a little like bone wrap, but it's gonna be so good. <laughs> Um, it's so good. This has been episode 91 of the Two Bros Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. It's a lengthy episode because there's a lot of music to cover. Yeah, because we didn't have an episode last week. Oh, I mean, there was an episode last week. I mean, there was an episode last week, but, you know, we used the time machine and... There's still original content on that episode. There's no original content. We recorded the intro. That's it. That was the... the it's like, what, like 10 recorded. minutes? Of original content, everything so, else is pre-recorded and released so, before. So. Man, even this digital remastered shit. Listen, it was a great episode. I feel like people. Here's how I feel about this. I'm going to sort of fourth wall. Here's how I feel about it. I feel like people didn't give the mixtape playlist enough appreciation. Bitches ain't bad. And I think it was a great talk. Uh-huh. But, you know, we'll 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 see what happens. We're inching closer to episode 100. Um, only eight more weeks to go. You have no idea what we're doing? I've got a plan. You got a plan? I got a plan, but it'll only work if they say yes. Hmm. It's riding on a really, 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 really hard yes. Hmm. Alright. I believe this is the end of um, Kimi and Kel. So I said, aw, here it goes. And we're up.